Hello, this is Courtney Given with Mindset for Medical Moms, episode 21, What to Do When Things Are Going Well. Welcome to Mindset for Medical Moms. I'm your host, Courtney Given, fellow medical mom and life coach. I'm here to help you handle everything from doctor's appointments to surgery so you can feel confidence and peace as you navigate the ups and downs of medical motherhood. This podcast will share strategies and real life tools to strengthen your mindset and increase your emotional resilience. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, beautiful moms. Another week has flown by and here we are on the podcast again. I'm so excited to be talking to you today. It's the end of April, which is really wild. And I hope the last week of April is really, really good for you. I have a favor to ask, friends. Will you please give this podcast a written review? Reviews are so important for podcasts. They tell the podcast platform that they should pay attention to this podcast. And it helps other medical moms find the podcast. And I have some big goals to help as many women as possible. So please leave a review and I will be incredibly deeply grateful for you. Thank you so much. I'm actually going to share a sweet review from a fellow podcaster, Katie from Child Life On Call. She has great resources for parents. She is a child life specialist working with families just like ours each day in the hospital. So she shares this. Courtney is the perfect combination of funny, inspiring, and authentic. This is a must listen for parents. Thank you so, so much, Katie. I really, really appreciate that. Katie also has a podcast that you should check out. In fact, you might hear a familiar voice over there shortly. Wink, wink. All right, let's get started with our podcast episode today. This episode is all about joy and happiness, peace, contentment, relaxation, rest, and calm. Because we are talking about the good times. Let the good times roll, baby. Sorry, I just had to do that. Did me mentioning the good times make you flinch? You're not alone. One of the most common feelings of medical moms is waiting for the other shoe to drop. Seriously, in my DMs, in my consults, with my clients, the anticipation that something is about to go wrong, even when there are no reasons to feel stressed. There are no, like, there's no evidence in front of these women telling them they should be worried. They just are in a good season of life. So, so common. So you are not alone. And this podcast episode, I'm going to share how to enjoy things more, especially when things are going well in your child's life. So why is it that when things are virtually normal, your child is stable, and yet you are feeling worse than before, right? When things were maybe a little rocky or uncomfortable or in the hospital. Why is it that your stress is higher now? Why is it your anxiety is higher? Why is there always this tension? When will you get relief? Your brain might offer you'll get relief, when you know for sure that things are going to be good, 
But as you might know by now, your brain doesn't always offer the most helpful things. So I want to help you gain that relief, if just some of it, and hopefully a little bit right now on this podcast. Pay attention to your body, pay attention to the tension in your body, the anticipation you feel. I talk about emotions a lot on this podcast, and for the majority of the time, I usually talk about negative emotions because that's a much more common thing that we all identify with with not knowing how to handle it. What do you do with negative emotion? But in reality, humans are actually lousy at feeling both negative and positive emotions. Negative emotions are easier to notice that we aren't the best at feeling them. We think for a few moments. But I want you to think about for a few moments how you handle positive emotions. A lot of medical moms don't handle them. (laughs) You ignore them. Some of you might ignore them because you don't want to jinx anything. Some of you could be downplaying a good season of your life as nothing that special or not that big of a deal so that you don't get excited or calm. You could be avoiding calling your child stable or sharing that they are doing well because you don't want to get your hopes up. You could be pushing your doctors even when there's no real reason for it. You could be really anxious and worried about an upcoming surgery, even though everything is okay, right? It's not really the surgery that's bothering you. It's waiting for the surgery. It's the anticipation that something could go wrong sooner than the surgery. Do you see how you could be avoiding joy, avoiding peace, You are avoiding your emotions. It might sound weird to hear me say that, but yes, you are avoiding joy. That is possible. We avoid negative emotions and positive emotions because emotions in general are uncomfortable. Even the good ones, even the emotions that seem like they are the answer, Like happiness, we always want to feel happy. That's what everyone tells me in my consults. I just want to feel happy. I want to feel confident. We want those emotions. And yet, what happens when you are happy? You downplay it, you avoid it, or you try to celebrate it. And then what do you do to celebrate it? You buy things, you eat a bunch of food, you might binge watch Netflix series, You feel like you have to do an action. You feel like you have to do something in order to handle the happiness you feel. I call these emotional absorbers. We use emotional absorbers to help lessen our feelings just so they're not that intense, just so that we numb ourselves just a little bit. We do this with our negative emotions too. It's easier to notice, though, 
emotional eating when we are crying and feeling sad versus when we are happy and smiling. But it's the same tactic, right? You're doing the same thing to avoid just simply feeling. When you emotionally behave, you are responding to a emotion. We think that eating or shopping or using social media or watching a whole Netflix series will absorb those emotions. It might make them easier to feel. It might be easier to cope with them. And this is true for a little bit. You do get short-term ease. But the emotion doesn't actually get absorbed. It's still there. It's still in your body. Now, I'm not against emotional absorbers in totality. As emotional beings, we will use things to absorb our pain, to uh, absorb our happiness, to help buffer those feelings a little bit. It's normal and it's okay. But because this podcast is all about your mindset, if you are doing these things without thinking through them, if you're making these decisions unconsciously or by compulsory, that is when it becomes really unhelpful to you, right? If you feel compelled to always eat ice cream at the end of the day, that is a problem. When you are not intentionally thinking about your purchases and you're just buying a bunch of stuff just to feel good or to ease the feelings, that is when it's unhelpful for you. And this is different than intentionally celebrating something, intentionally choosing to do something because you are celebrating or trying to um, notice or acknowledge a certain point in your life. I constantly tell my clients to celebrate their successes, to celebrate their growth, often with a purchase or um, a chocolate or um, something to connect their celebration. But it's always intentional, right? So it's normal for you to be avoiding these good seasons of your life or avoiding feeling like there is medical stability or a stretch of time where there's no complication, I want you to pay attention to how much you're avoiding just feeling good. Just allowing the time that is good by any definition. This waiting for the shoe to drop strategy, is it actually helping you? You might not think of it as a strategy, but it is. It is something that you are using to anticipate something, right? Like you are using this actively in your life. And I want you to think of this as if it were a strategy that you are using on purpose, right? It hasn't been on purpose. It kind of feels like it's happening to you versus you choosing it. But underneath even the unconscious, subconscious choices that we're making, we are still choosing this strategy in our lives. Ask sincerely if it's helping you. And if you could choose something else, would you? Would you allow yourself relief? So to gain relief, you have to let go 
of whatever it is you're holding on to. And in this case, it means you need to let go of feeling anxious, feeling stressed, or just this general tension of waiting for the shoe to drop. When you need relief, it means you are in a non-relaxed state. So in order to get relief, you must be willing to let go of the comfort that those emotions bring. I know it's kind of an um, opposite description, being in a non-relaxed state, but also feeling comfortable. But that is what happen- is happening right now, is that in this good season of life, you are uncomfortable with it being good. So the more comfortable thing to do is to feel anxious. You feel comfortable feeling tense. This might be because some part of you believes it's responsible to feel this way. You have to be realistic or practical instead of happiness or peace. As if you're supposed to be able to predict the future, anticipate every possible outcome. And I'm just going to break it to you. That is not your job as a parent. And it is also impossible. So just to let you know, I'm sorry, you are not capable of being able to anticipate every future event for your child. Also, there's this part that I've seen and noticed as a pattern, it's as if feeling good in a parent in general, medical mom or not, as if feeling good damages your ability to protect your child. Sometimes I think that we as moms kind of believe that if we are feeling too good, too calm, too happy, we might just be lost in la-la land And then we don't notice that our child is regressing or getting slower or having breathing problems. So I want to declare loud and clearly for all you medical moms and non-medical moms, you feeling happy will not prevent you from taking care of your child. You will not turn into a lazy person. You will not turn into an oblivious person. You will not be too relaxed and forget your child's needs. You will still be able to notice changes in your child if you feel peace. You will be able to function properly if you allow yourself joy. You can be happy and still take great care of your child. Because here's the truth, friends. Good days are going to come. Good weeks will happen. And so will the bad. The hard days will come. The hard days will happen. They're both going to be around. Do not spend the bad times feeling bad. And then the good times feeling bad too. When you have good days, good moments, good seasons, be there. Be all there 
Be in your life. Live it. Be present with your child. You will cling to those moments during the hard times. You will use those good reasons, those good seasons of life as hope to keep going. Because guess what? There is no downside to you feeling good. The ability to feel good is just as valuable as the ability to feel badly. And I know I've talked about it a lot. Get comfortable with discomfort. Practice feeling anxious. Practice feeling stress in your body. But if you are downplaying negative emotions, you will also downplay positive emotions in your life. And vice versa. You need your positive emotions to play out so that you can get better at feeling the negative emotions too. You are doing yourself a favor when you're willing to feel all of your emotions, including joy. To be a more emotionally intelligent human, you need to be willing to feel all of the emotions. Be willing to feel good. To feel pleasure. What do you find pleasurable? Have you ever asked yourself that? I have loved asking myself this question this year. And it's actually helped me a lot pay attention to me. To notice what I just like for no other reason besides that it feels nice. I think about my morning cup of coffee. I love, love it. Just every morning, so much pleasure from it. My big fluffy pillows on my couch. Love those. I love propping them under my legs at night when all my kids are bed. So much pleasure from such a small, seemingly silly thing. And yet, noticing it helps me feel more joy throughout my day. So that when I look back on an exhausting day, I can say, oh yeah, and I also felt really good too. Right? Connect those moments to feel the sensations in your body. To feel happiness on your cheeks. To feel peace in your heart. To feel authentic gratitude overwhelm you. Anticipating something going wrong will not actually prevent something from going wrong. And I think this is actually something that we kind of believe if we don't pay attention to it. Yeah, if I just keep worrying about this thing, I'm more likely to prevent it. But that is actually not true. Because when you are so consumed with fear and worry, your tension, you are not actually being present. And none of those things can or will not protect you or your child from a complication or a relapse or a readmittance to the hospital. Your worry and fear is not a superpower. Okay, sometimes we pride ourselves. I'm just having a lot of anxiety. How comfortable are we just 
relying on that as kind of an excuse to not face the reality of the moment. Your worry is not a superpower. It's not going to shield your child and protect them from whatever the future has in store. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen in the future. It's not serving you to feel badly. In fact, I bet some of you could actually name ways that it's not serving you. And I would highly suggest listing them out right now. Press pause on my voice. And just think about all of the ways that this is not helping you. I bet you are very aware of how it's impacting you and how you react to stress. The behaviors that come when you're worried and tense and you just want to relax. So I want to give you some ways that I personally do this where I actually talk back to my brain. My brain and I, me and me, have a good relationship. We didn't always have a good relationship because my brain wants to beat me up sometimes and tell me I'm worthless and tell me I don't have any friends and no one likes me. Does your brain tell you that too? (laughs) We're all very similar. But those are real things my brain has said to me this week, people, this week. No one likes you, Courtney. My brain still tells me that. The difference is that me, the other me, the conscious, the higher version of me, my conscious brain has been willing to feel uncomfortable and talk back to my brain. Not argue, but I have a conversation. I'm respectful to myself. My other brain, not so much. We're working on him. Her. I'm definitely a her inside there. I don't know why I said him. Um... So, when your brain tells you that something is going to happen in the future and we have to be, you know, in defense mode, waiting for it to come, I want you to say something like, yeah, brain, that's actually true. Something will probably happen at some point in the future, but I don't actually have control over that. So, when that time comes... We will be ready, I promise. I'm doing the work. Listen to my podcast. My Courtney, my life coach Courtney is helping me out. Until then, I'm not going to stress about this. We don't know when that's going to happen. So we're just going to put that aside and handle it when we can come back to it. Okay? Or maybe you say something like, Brain, I see my child in front of me. They are breathing, they are playing, they are okay. They are doing good. Remember our doctor's appointment? They are stable. I trust myself. I trust my doctors. Okay, brain? Or maybe you say something like, Hi, brain. Yes, I know. Something might be wrong. But guess what? Welcome to the season of our life that is easy. It's uncomfortable, huh? Weird, right? Let's just let this be easy for now. When the hard stuff comes, we will be ready. Right now, we're going to let ourselves feel ease and relax. This is really 
what I want you to do. (laughs) Some of you might be like, okay, Courtney, this is too much. But no, friends, it's not because we have to be willing to be wrong. That's really what it comes down to is you have to be willing to be wrong about your story that something could be wrong. That any minute something is going to hit the fan and everything's going to go crashing down. But we really just don't know. We don't know what tomorrow holds. We don't know what next week holds or six months from now holds. We don't know. Allow yourself to feel the discomfort of joy. Isn't that interesting? The thing that you are craving the most, the peace, the contentment, the calm, is uncomfortable. And I want you to recognize how uncomfortable it is for you to feel good. And then when you can recognize that, I want you to ease into it. Let yourself relax. Give yourself the relief you are craving by believing it's okay to feel good. That is literally it. So often I hear, I just want to be happy. And I usually respond back with, give yourself permission to be happy. Too often I've seen medical moms use the circumstances in their life to give their self permission if they are allowed to feel an emotion. They look at the situation. Oh, I'm not allowed to feel happy right now because my son or daughter has a surgery in two months. So I'm only allowed to be stressed and worried. The truth is you are allowed to feel any emotion at any time. Literally right now, you can pick which emotion you want to practice feeling on purpose. You have the ability to feel whatever you need right now. How many of us thought that leaving the hospital with our baby would feel so great and then you got home and you're home and you're like, wait, why am I struggling to function outside the hospital? Right? How many of us thought that going home would make us like the act of going home would create confidence in us if we could only get home that's where we'll feel more relaxed and confident and yet we feel more overwhelmed at home sometimes doing things all on our own your circumstances are not the cause of your emotions your thoughts about your circumstances are so what you're believing about this season of life The good times is important. Those beliefs are fueling your feelings. Those thoughts are the creators of your feelings. So what are your thoughts and beliefs around the good times? Are you believing that the good times are just a fluke? Maybe you're thinking it's just too good to be true. You shouldn't wait around for it because, you know, two days later, you could be driving a sick kid to the hospital. Maybe you're thinking, okay, if this season of life just lasts a few more months, then I can finally relax. None of those are helpful thoughts, by the way. 
Pay attention to your brain. Pay attention to the reasons it gives you to not feel good. Are they actually helping you? And if they are not, if the answer is no, you don't have to believe them. They are just a sentence in your brain. They are just a string of words together. During this week, whenever your brain tells you that you should be worried, ground yourself into the present and then get curious. This good season is not too good to be true. And guess what? In some capacity, it might end. Your child might catch a cold, need more tests, changes in medication. Something else could happen in the future. Life is not static. It's constantly changing and fluctuating. It is supposed to. So embrace the moments you are in. Embrace this time in your life. Feel so good right now. Enjoy it. Celebrate the fact that you have this gift of feeling good. Be grateful for it. Bask in it. This is your time to let yourself relax, to rest, and to rejuvenate. You deserve it just as much as your child does. All right, moms, I will see you next week. Thank you so much and have a great week. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Medical motherhood doesn't come with a manual, but I've created the next best thing. My one-on-one coaching program offers all the support and strategies you need to handle all the things that come up for us medical moms. Click the link in the show notes to schedule your free consultation to see how coaching can help you take everything from the podcast to the next level. You'll get free coaching and I'll take great care of you. I'll see you there.